It is 27 minutes after the hour here on the Dry to Large radio show. And, you know, as I was talking, I just got this from a couple of different uh, uh, members. Well, let's start here. Joining us a bit early is our good friend Steve McDonald of New Media Militia. Morning. Those of you tuned in for Kimberly Morin, from now on, she will be airing Monday mornings at 720 as her new day job is interfering with her radio habit. So she's had to accommodate. And uh, Steve, since you're in a bit early, I, I dragged you in. I get this from a listener um, to the show whose child has recently started at Southern New Hampshire University. Now, we've not really touched this controversy, but Southern New Hampshire, in the wake of Charlottesville, uh, the president of the university sent out um, an email that, frankly, I was just outraged over. It seems to me that Southern New Hampshire University is taking a huge left-hand turn and uh, diversity and whatnot. Um, I don't have it in front of me, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but we like to respond to the input from our large and loyal listening audience. So uh, writes uh, this member of our audience this morning, well, blank started snoo, what a mess. Anti-male, first week filled with feminism and acceptance of anything that is not quote-unquote normal, and books are so filled with so-called critical thinking ploys uh, doesn't uh, blank doesn't even think blank can even stay sports whatever i wonder how many people know this so what do we know about southern new hampshire university actually you know what dr julianne cooper who used to be a guest here hmm. was saying years ago that southern new hampshire university was wandering off of the academic reservation into the indoctrinal um you know methods of of teaching which is one of the reasons why she left um but what do we know about Southern New Hampshire University and what can parents like this local person do whose child has got some kind of, I think, scholarship to go there and saying, I can't take this. I can't take this. I can't take this. It's a tough road to hoe. The, um, a couple of years ago, uh, Kevin Kervick, who was working part time for SNU, uh, said they had a new president or a new dean of whatever. And that was a signal to him that things yeah. were going to go downhill really, really quick. And you published at Granite Grok the letter, the email that Snoo sent, or did somebody send that to me? I don't remember if we did or not. Somebody I'm sent it to, to me. I've got to, I have to find it. Like I said, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I'm responding to a listener. Well, to give Snoo a little heads up, there, this isn't really a good place for them to be. I, I posted two different stories this week uh, about other colleges and universities um, that have been having some issues with their leftward-leaning track, all of them very famous. What would ha- need to happen is if SNU had a public event of some sort occur on campus, uh, they could expect to suffer a little bit fiscally from uh, the results of that. Uh, Oberlin College has recently announced that it has uh, a huge deficit as a result to all the fake uh, Nazi stories and all the hoaxes that have been going on there. Mizzou, obviously, yep. has had to cut Huge staff problem. classes, close dorms because of enrollment drops as a result of the goofiness there. Evergreen 30, College. A 30% enrollment drop. Evergreen Mizzou. College. Okay, Evergreen and College, then yep. yesterday, or maybe it was this morning, Keene State University has a $5.5 million deficit because of enrollment declines. So uh. Keene State, of course, which was famous for their pumpkin riot, which then cost them the pumpkin festival, which wants to come back but isn't quite so sure now because social media, people are getting all riled up about the pumpkin festival. Um, SNU needs to be really, really careful because once you start indoctrinating these students mm-hmm. in this worldview, you will eventually become an object of public scrutiny. Right. Well, I'm getting another message saying this person um, 
is probably now going to drop out because they were so upset at their first week of school. And I won't explain the reasons why, because I don't want, uh, but apparently this was someone that uh, uh, was recruited by the college to go there for various uh, academic reasons. So they're, they're, it's totally stressed them out. Totally, totally stressed them out. I get another listener saying SNU received a million dollar anonymous grant for refugees and immigrants. Um, I, you know, I'm trying to um, find it because there were in this article that exposed the uh, maybe it was campus reform. This article that exposed the the SNU president's email uh, to students on Charlottesville. He responded quite a bit after the fact. It was almost like, oh my, oh my, I, I haven't done my politically respect condemnation of all of the you know white hatred. Uh, da 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 da. I, I just, and you know, my son is. We're looking at colleges for my son. Um, and, and one of the things that he is decidedly looking for is at least a college that is going to be neutral. Mm. But so many, I, I will not allow him to apply to anything in the University of New Hampshire system outside of Manchester Community College, um, where both he and my daughter each have got uh, one professor that are trying to jam down their throats as sort of uh, left-leaning liberal <laughs> bias. The other three professors they, they, they have are terrific. Um, but... I, I'm sorry, the, the college that came up with the, you know, the, uh, the bias-free speech guide that uh, said it's a problem for people in the United States to refer to themselves as Americans, among other stupid things. Well, to Mark Huddleston's credit, he did step up right away and say, listen, in my opinion, that's not what we stand for. We're for free speech. We're for open discussion. He made him take it down. Uh, they changed all their diversity website pages and their inclusive excellence, but they didn't get rid of, rid of any of that infrastructure. The entire ex- right. inclusive excellence diversity infrastructure, the curriculum remained. And as long as that is there, you are going to have a situation where you are basically creating – it's uh, like speech intimidation boot camp. Right. Okay? You are teaching people – and this has an obvious purpose, and I was going to talk about this in, this in the next segment, but we'll lead into it now um, – you are basically creating a future generation or generations that will not think twice about the government right. stepping in to control what people can say. Right. So one of you know one of the uh, you know we're, and we we've scheduled a couple campus visits and things like that. By the way, if on Columbus Day Monday the ninth you're available to guest host the show, <laughs> I don't know. You know you're, you're you're more than welcome to come in and do it. But um, the uh, but it's 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 hard. Uh, is you know he's looking at the curriculum he's asking questions he's trying to figure out uh you know it's like one of the classes that he's having uh, trouble with now I, I i i told him that he should politely have a discussion with the professor after class and say at what point do you expect to get to what is in the class advertisement because these ongoing discussions about these um topics are not actually what i signed up for you know what i mean and I, you, to the degree that you're a tuition paying whatever whatever uh, I, I think you get some pull there, but um, it's uh, yeah, speech indoctrination. I get uh, a listener speech indoctrination boot camp. Perfectly said. This is I get another parent now coming up with the same thing happening. To, so what do you do if if uh, uh, you don't buy into this indoctrinal world? You know this worldview that they want to indoctrinate um, with, with you know with your tuition dollars. Where where do you go? What do you look for? 
Uh, what questions do you ask? Do you have a clue? I don't. I, I put my kids in the community college system first to get all those liberal artsy classes out of the way that would be less indoctrinal <laughs> so that when they finally had all that stuff covered, they could go to another school in a UH system and just take the classes for their degrees and not have to worry about all that garbage. Mm-hmm. So that is always an option. Um, but, you know, there are very few schools where obviously Hillsdale, which is not exactly cheap, but um, where you're going to get a student in there and they're going to get a real classical liberal arts education tied to some other kind of degree program. And it's very uncommon. And obviously you have to do a lot of research online. I would suggest finding um, neutral or conservative resources where they grade colleges based on these kinds of curriculum, what they expect. I mean, if you're taking a degree in engineering and they're making you take feminism studies, you know, you don't want to have to deal with that. Now, maybe you can. Maybe you can just kind of suffer through that if it's only one or two classes and then, you know, make sure that you deprogram your children when you see them so they don't get sucked up into that. But it's really, really hard. I think parents need to spend a lot more time, not just fiscally, but socially and culturally looking for an environment where they think their student can flourish and not be captured by this nonsense. Yeah. Always, uh, always difficult because, you know, the, you know, as I'm, as I'm fond of saying to the bureaucrats that come before me, uh, at the uh, Manchester School Board, uh, you know, uh, you you never come here and tell us that this is an awful thing that we should never do. You always sing its praises and give us all kinds of, uh, you know, fluff and puff about why we need to do this, that or the other thing. But very rarely do you give us any data. Uh, so, in other words, they're always putting their best foot forward. And the question becomes, OK, yeah. The college may be saying the right things. Its website, its printed materials may be showing you the right things. But how do you get up underneath it to uh, find the right things? You know, you have to look at sites like Campus Reform, yeah, um, Legal, legal Insurrection. Um, there's a number of campus websites where you will find stu- uh, stories about public expressions of the ridiculousness of this entire cultural diversity movement. And um, – you don't have to agree with the reporting or the source, but if you go to campus reform, you will find about 150 stories right off the bat that'll probably tell you where not to send your child. Yeah, and I'm getting this from a, another listener. Boy, it seems we've touched a nerve. My, I won't say the name of the high school, but my son confronted a high school history teacher in regards to his twisting the history, and the guy called my son an ASS. You fill in the blank uh, under his breath. <laughs> nice. It's rough because the ed system, the college system creates the ed system, which creates the teachers, which creates students who grow up through lower level classes and then go to college. So they're indoctrinated early on. And uh, I've seen some of it. You know, I one of the stories that I posted a few years ago was a, a class at Merrimack High School where the teacher had some Obama stuff up. I think it was around the 2012 election. And uh, I wrote a story where I complained about not that it was Obama stuff, but that there wasn't Romney stuff or whatever it was. Maybe it was 2008. I don't even remember which election it was. I just wanted parity. Mm-hmm. I wasn't saying don't put campaign posters up. I was saying have equal representation so you can have a balanced discussion. And right, all kinds of hell broke loose because uh, somebody who worked for Merrimack Patch at the time wrote a story saying that I was accusing teachers of being biased and programming children and they contacted the director, the, uh, they contacted the principal, they contacted the superintendent, they contacted people on the school board who I knew and had to write to and explain. I, I sent them my entire email unedited. This mm-hmm. is what I sent her and now read that against what she published and then you decide what's going on here. 
All right, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, Steve McDonald will continue. Will continue. <laughs> oh, there you go. You stole my thunder. Anyway, take us away.